Hey everybody, uh, it's Perry. I just wanted to stop in before this episode got started up and to let you know that this is actually from early on in the podcast process. Uh, This was recorded last October, actually, with my buddy Iverson, who works over at OBC in Lexington, Kentucky. Some of the finer details hadn't been worked out quite yet, such as like tips and bits or even our review system. Uh, We hadn't included finish yet. And so I, I, I... you know, you're going to have a little bit of a different listening experience this time around. Also, the social media handles have changed. Um, it's at my bourbon pod now instead of at my bourbon shop. And then we hadn't gotten the Patreon up and running just yet, but we have that now, of course. And that is patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast. I have some good content, some fun content up there right now, and we're going to be getting more in the near future. So even for just a dollar a month, you can go and check that out. So I hope that you enjoy this episode. It's a lot of fun. We have a really special review at the end of it, as you probably know by now, because you are, of course, listening to this episode. So I will see you in just a couple of seconds. Hope that you enjoy. Pour yourself a glass and, uh, you know, have some fun with us. And I will see you very shortly. I'm Perry, and this is this week's episode of My Bourbon Podcast. everybody and welcome to this week's episode of this is my bourbon podcast the official show of this is my bourbon shop where we talk about all things bourbon what makes it the spirit of kentucky my name is perry thank you all so much for joining me again this week and this week we got a very special guest a good friend of mine iverson uh who works at obc here in lexington hello Um, how are we doing doing great man how about you i'm doing very well very well good deal thank you so much for being on the show no thank you this is Um, awesome excuse to drink whiskey yeah yeah really dude um quick little uh background as to why iverson is actually on the show this week uh first first time i came here uh to obc i wasn't really much of uh an avid bourbon drinker um and i i remember having the conversation with you of you saying, well, what do you like? And I was like, well, I like Bullet. I do remember and, this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you said, well, I got something for you that would be similar to the high rye profile of Bullet um, in our, meaning OBCs or BHGs, um, Four Roses Single Barrel OBSO pick. Um, the unicorn. Yeah. And let, dude, let me tell you, that was, I think, what really changed the game for me, is like understanding that it wasn't just um, Maker's Jim Beam, Woodford, and, and Bullet. Oh, yeah, there's a whole world you out know? there. Yeah, I yeah. mean, doors really started opening, and, and then it wasn't just, <coughs> excuse me, it wasn't just, um, you know, the actual bourbon itself. It was then, you know, putting a little couple drops of water in to change the flavor profile and... Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I remember that. That OBSO, that's like, I think, I want to say all time, like we have over 100 different barrel selections. Man. And I haven't tried every single one. Um, Yeah. Most of them, though. But I think if I had to say top three all time, that's, I mean... I think everyone that's tried our barrel selections would say that was number one, yeah. which is just like half sense that you just yeah, so happen ex- to try ex- it. Exactly. I mean, way early in my in my bourbon journey too. Um, oh yeah. I mean, it, it was it was nice to 
kind of get kicked in the right direction for... <laughs> yes, that's sick. <laughs> for that. So, um, as you all know, we like to drink throughout the show, um, because this is a bourbon podcast, and uh, Iverson has lined up a selection for us today, uh, and what do, what do we have here today, Iverson? So, the first, uh, we have a Blanton's, all together we have, I guess a lot of Buffalo Trace, actually, now mm-hmm. I think about it. But um, we have a Blanton's, our Blanton single barrel, uh, OBC Kitchen single barrel. Um, that one is pretty nice. I really like this one a lot, 93 proof. And then we have an Old Weller Antique non-chill filtered. This is our newest Old Weller Antique pick. Um, I think we did that about six or seven months ago. And then we have our, I believe, third Four Roses pick, an OBSV. That is uh, nine years, three months. This is the closest thing we've done to that OBSO, that original one. Yeah. Um, But that OBSO, the guy that picked that, he doesn't work here anymore. He is, I mean, he works at a Castle and Key Distillery. He's the whiskey wizard there. Cool. Yeah. Uh, And, I mean, he will tell you all day long. That is, that's probably the best pick that we've ever done. But (laughs) this is the closest thing, I think, to it. Just tons of oak. Cool, Um, man. And I love this one. And then last but certainly not least. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, surprise? Let's. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll hold off on that. We'll hold okay. it on yeah. for the last one. Because that's uh, uh, it. It once this is dropped, uh, you'll probably already know what it is. But I'm trying to keep it a surprise because uh, I'm really excited about it. So we'll we'll wait until I'm excited about it. Yeah, man. So um, so we'll go ahead and uh, pour our first glass. I love uh, that sound. Dude, it's, it's so satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the uh, thank you, sir. This is the Blanton's uh, single barrel pick, 93 proof. Everything All we're... Right. Oh, man. Oh, lots of fruit. Oh, that was a nice little effect. Nice little clang. Yeah. There's a lot of fruit on the nose. The thing I like about this a lot, too, is the one thing that I get from really good blends, it's almost buttery and thick Yeah. at such a low proof. But... Yeah, that's good. I want to say, too... That this is a six-year-old and months blends. Um, that typically is how they do their their picks, yeah. I think, because um, I know that uh, the liquor barn pick that just came out a few weeks ago was like six years and eight months or something like that. Yeah, the, but this yeah, is, this is good. I mean, the oak on it's nice. Um, Flavors just keep on rolling. And too. the beautiful thing about this is this is like classic sipping whiskey, but it's yeah, like totally you can totally just like. I kind of just say, like, you know, just be dumb and just drink it. Like, it's because it's on the lighter <laughs> side, you know? You don't have to think about it so much. It's yeah. not, like, you know, the most complex thing you've ever had, but it's really nice, very well-balanced oak, acid, yeah. and it dr- drinks well. And, I mean, I, I like this. The, I've, you know, recently had the um, just the regular Blanton's. This is a, a pretty good step up, I think. I think oh, yeah. that there's, um, you know, it's everything that I like about Blanton's just... Um, Intensified. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And I think, and that's why we picked it because I want to say there was uh, six different barrels of Blanton's that we chose from, um, and we picked this one just because of spice on it. Like you actually get that pepper that you get from those higher bourbons, definitely. And it almost, I mean, it doesn't taste like a six-year-old bourbon. It tastes older, no, um, and it doesn't taste like it's still. It's not as light as a lot of other ninety-proof. I'd say it's more heavier, like a hundred-proof bourbon. but you still don't get a ton of alcohol in it in a good it, way. It really coats the tongue too. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like just thick. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah, buttery like, and it's super. I don't know, super weird. I love it. <laughs> this is one of my favorite. And I actually am not like the biggest Blanton's fan. Like, as far as uh, 
as far as like Buffalo Trace goes. Look, it's um, not my go-to by any yeah, means. Yeah, no, no, no. no. I mean, it's it's sixty dollar um, whiskey. I'd rather I mean, I'd rather drink Elmertili or Rocco Farms. I would too. You know, yeah. But well, like I, this, I, you know, El, uh, Elmertili, I, I definitely would rather drink. Rock Hill is kind of hit or miss for me. Um, Rock Hill is, yeah. I mean, it, it's Elmertili. I think at the price point is just like safe. You know sure. I mean? Yeah. 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 And and that's a um, that's another one too that people have early on that they think oh is gosh. just unbelievable. That changes most people's lives. Yeah. 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 And then they kind of come back to it a little bit later, and they're not as yeah. Uh, yeah they're that, not as enthusiastic for me. Like I got introduced to whiskey. My introduction to whiskey was. And this this is actually how I was gonna uh, jump into things. Was asking you what oh, how'd really? you get into bourbon oh, and right, everything. Yeah. So th- yeah, by all go means, ahead. go ahead. Yeah. So my true introduction to whiskey was Evan Williams White Label on. Uh, Friday night, whatever it was called, for UK hockey nights or whatever. And we would drink. Oh, uh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. They have, like, midnight hockey games, and everyone just gets bombed <laughs> and goes to these hockey games. And so I would, we would put a bottle of Evan Williams in the freezer, and we'd take shots of that. And hot damn, if anyone knows what that is. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's a cinnamon liqueur. It is not good. No, thank It's you. like Fireball, but thicker and more sugar. And worse. And worse. Worse is what and I was getting out. And higher alcohol. Yeah. It's, it's oh. bad, dude. Like, you wake up in the morning and the shot glasses would be, like, frosted and sugar, Ooh. like, caked on. No, thank you. But uh, that was my true introduction to it. And then, I don't know, when I was about 22, um, I started actually drinking whiskey, probably on the rocks at that point. Just the classics, makers, wood for that stuff. Um, and then Brett, the same guy who picked up the OBSO, he actually handed me, he's like, hey, you've ever had Sazerac before? I was like... No, I know, like there's a cocktail or something, right? And he's like, "No, is this baby Saz or this is this is baby Saz?" Okay, this is baby Saz. Okay, I didn't know if you were getting yeah. a B-Tac. No, no, no. Saz oh yeah, no. He didn't just give you yeah. a Saz eighteen. Like here you go. No, he gave me baby Saz, and he was like, "Oh man, it's rye, six years old. It's money." He's like, "You know, it's good." Like, and to him, this was like his like, you know, good dirty whiskey. Like this is what I get drunk on. And he was like he- giving it to me like, "Hey, try this nice whiskey," which it's funny because that's how I am now. <laughs> but so like I get it and I go home and have a couple drinks with my boys, and I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. And that's the moment I became a rye guy. Um, and I think I actually, funny enough, came into, we, we drank that bottle. I got another one from him, and he gave them to me at cost. And, uh, oh, cool. Yeah, he was super nice. And then I came in here for my birthday that same year, and it was like a couple months later, and I was sitting at this table we're sitting at right oh, now. Oh, very actually. cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And my friend bought me a flight, and the flight she got me was um, – let me see if I can remember it exactly. It was Saz 18. It oh, was uh, Van Winkle Rye. You got good friends. I have, a re- I have really good <laughs> friends. Lisa, shout out to Lisa. She's awesome. Um, uh, I had, yeah, it was Van Winkle Rye, Saz 18, and I don't remember what the, I think, I want to say the, the other one was Kentucky Owl. I can't remember. Um, Jeez. Like batch one. Um, yeah. And. Dude, that Saz 18. I mean, the Sazerac already had me, and I was just like, yeah, I was already in totally. with baby Saz. And then the Saz 18, I mean, just beautiful, elegant whiskey, man. That's the jam. So that was my, like, start into it. And then ever since then, it was um, a couple of the bartenders here, uh, Jake, who owns a bar downtown now, and then Brett, who works at Castle and Key. Like, both of them, they kind of just, like, force-fed me whiskey for the next year of my life, which sounds really <laughs> horrible, right? Um, like, made me do blind tastings. Gosh, made just... me. Yeah, that sounds just terrible. Pretty terrible. How how would somebody live through survive that? that yeah, it was bad. Come I mean, out on the other end. We have like over 500 whiskeys, and within a year, I tried all of them multiple times wow. too. So like, if that doesn't tell you, every single shift, I tried three whiskeys every single shift before I left. And at that point, I didn't even like 
scotch or Irish whiskey. So it was like those whiskeys but as you, well. But you do now, though? Oh, yeah, yeah. I drink yeah. all. I drink every. I am an equal opportunist when it comes to spirits, um, gin, <laughs> vodka, all of it. But uh, definitely the whiskeys, I'm a fan. Yeah. Well, I just uh, tanked most of that that Blanton's because it was so good. But, oh, my gosh. I like That's Also, a- I didn't notice it the first time until I let like, it really get in my palate. Um, it has, like, the beginning of it's, like, straight brown sugar. Yeah, and it is, then isn't it? It gets spicy. Yeah. Which is interesting because I've never had a blend do that for me. So I'm good with that. You know, the um I, I've always kind of found that picks are kind of hit or miss. Um, yes. You know? Especially but, things that are bottled single barrel. Yeah. So totally. like Blanton's or like Elmer T. Lee or and, and you know, single barrel bourbons there's a lot to be said about the the craft and the opportunity that that goes into it. For but, sure. But you know, at the end of the day, you're rolling the dice. Oh, 100%. You know, uh, like I've had, I've had real good E.H. Taylor single barrels. And I've had really shitty ones. Yeah, <laughs> really, really bad ones. So in your best, in your opinion, what would be the best and the worst? So what is your like favorite single barrel? Like if you're blindly buying a single <laughs> barrel, you know what I mean? Like not a, not a store pick, but like, you know, a single barrel that you just think consistently puts out good single barrels. And what do you think is one of the most inconsistent ones? Well, I definitely think that inconsistent wise, E.H. Taylor. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I've and never that's seventy found... bucks too. Yeah. So, I mean, that's. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but I mean, to me, seventy bucks is a lot of money. It's a, <laughs> it's a big, it's a big dice roll. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I had this conversation with uh, Chad of It's Bourbon Night, who has um, been on the show before. Mm-hmm. Um, we just got an email today, you know, from Liquor Barn about yeah. their their release tomorrow. Hey, you're the first to know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we we both agreed that, you know, one of the releases was the E.H. Taylor single single barrel, and we were both like, I don't know if I want to, yeah, wait in line and and be disappointed coming out on the other end because a few weeks ago I did that with their Weller Antique uh-huh. pick, and, and and I mean it. It just wasn't good. It was flat. Oh, you, you it was got, a, yeah. yeah, it was a very flat I actually flat have a friend who hates all Liquor Barn, Old Weller Antique Picks. Really? He's had every single... And I don't feel that way. I haven't had their newest past two. Yeah. But the first two I thought were good. Um, they're not the best ones I've had. But, yeah, he hates them. Like, hates them. He thinks... Yeah. I will say this. He thinks they're super just flat, like one note. Just yeah. straight brown sugar. And it's like, oh, well, you know, you might as well just cut this and made this Weller 12. Sure. Like, you know. Yeah. This isn't exquisite, so. But then on on the opposite end of the spectrum, to to wrap up the question, mm-hmm. um, Four Roses single barrel has always been really preach. <laughs> <laughs> it's always been really yeah. really consistent and and awesome. And I mean, even Blanton's too. Yeah, no, you know, I mean, it, it as far as consistent single barrels go. Yeah, yeah, I I, I would definitely put it up there, but I I have a hard time buying a, a single barrel E H Taylor. Oh, dude, yeah. Which, that, which is that no- I think I didn't. I wouldn't have said that before, but I think absolutely I agree with you in the sense that at that dollar amount, it is way too much of a gamble. Definitely, way too. Four Definitely. roses. If four roses was a hundred bucks, it's still a good bet. I mean, because sure. you're always going to get. So I agree with you on four roses. I think that's the most consistent single barrel program there is. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not getting paid by Four Roses. <laughs> You're like, not wearing a Four Roses shirt yeah, either. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm legitimately just repping them. on this on this auto audio medium. Yeah. Um, but I'd say the worst for me personally, and maybe because I just told you about my first bourbon story, it might make a little more sense. It's actually <laughs> Evan Williams Single Barrel. Um, so, and I don't mean it in their bad because if I had to say one was necessarily like 
I've had more bad ones than good ones. I'd probably actually say more Knob Creek. Yeah. Um, but, and I love cast strength whiskey, but at 120 proof, sometimes it's just, it's lighter fluid. It's, there's no, yeah. there's no flavor to it. But the Evan Williams, um, I've had some of the best whiskeys I've ever had out of some er- those earlier Evan Williams single barrels. Mm-hmm. And then like, I'll go buy another one and it's just trash. And I mean, those are like 35, 40 bucks, I guess. Um, so it's not sure. as much of a gamble. So, I mean, I'm almost more inclined to go with you on the single barrel, but either one of those, I'm like, eh, not, not worth the money for the gamble. Yeah. You know, I've, I've single, uh, single barrel Knob Creek picks though. I've always been pretty, pretty See, and that's the with. thing. Every single time I've ever bought in a store pick, I've always been happy with it. Yeah. Every single time I've went and bought a Knob single. If you I'm haven't just, been as happy. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, just, huh. I don't know. And then maybe they just, I think everyone, no, I don't think that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. And like, it's, I think it. We're not holding you to anything yeah, right. on this show. <laughs> I really like, I mean, or maybe it could be this too. Maybe it's this. This could be part of it that I feel like the store pick Knob Creeks are so much better than the Knob singles. Like this on the store shelf that, I mean, it's just, it's nuts. Yeah. Uh, quick side note bef- before we dive too far into this. I, I forgot to mention this up front. We are recording uh, at the front of the house at OBC. So if you hear some glass clinks or sh- uh, yes. sneaker squeaks or doors opening and closing, Things you know what's happening. going on. And we're going to... Oh, that one didn't squeak. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's all right. That's kind of nice. Oh, well, that was nice. Put some oil on that sucker. Yeah. <laughs> I love those doors. <laughs> yeah, mm. OBC is... Um, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about this... This restaurant in particular. Um, yeah. Aside from it being just a really great restaurant, this is maybe my favorite bourbon bar in town. And uh, not to hate on anyone else, I and I really feel the same way. Yeah. I've come here for three of my last four birthdays. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I think I have too, actually. Right? Like every, <laughs> and the only reason, no, actually, three for three I've been here. So Because nice. I was about to say that one year it wasn't open yet. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I really like it here. Food's great. Crap cocktails are awesome. Um, whiskey selection's awesome. And there's other bars with better whiskey selection, to be honest. Like, we, I mean, we just opened a couple years ago. Um, so we don't have some of those whiskeys that came out three years ago, four years ago. Yeah. But uh, as far as just, like, what we do have, like, we have, I mean, solid barrel selections. And the food, I mean... Chicken Food's and, killer. Chicken and biscuits, man. It makes me so happy. <laughs> I love the chicken and biscuits. So let's move on to the uh, the next pour yes, that you brought pour. out for so us. So this one, I didn't get to go on this pick. So this was funny because I didn't get to go on this pick. This is a Old Weller Antique, um, non-chill filtered, um, which, I mean, we can talk about that for 10 years if you want to, but <laughs> non-chill filtered uh, Old Weller Antique. Next episode. Yeah, next episode. And this one, I didn't go on, um, but it's... I was, like, nervous about it. Um, I was happy with everyone who went on the pick. Um, one of the other bartenders, Justin, he said he loved it. And then he cracked the bottle, and he was like, I hated it. And I was like, what? And then, actually, he tried it again after it had a little air. Um, I really enjoy it. Yeah, there's that. so far, I'm just getting a lot of heat on the nose. but Yeah, tons of alcohol. Yeah. But, but I mean, the, it is 107 proof bourbon. Yeah, right? So. <laughs> the thing that I like about this, I already know on the nose, is... One thing I look for in Old Weller Antiques, because you, you're always going to get, like, vanilla, brown sugar, caramel. Yeah. Um, you get, like, a little bit of, like, red fruit, like, almost like like a fruity flavor, like yeah. raspberry or something like that. Yeah. And cherry. Mm. 
And that is tasty. Yeah. I think this is probably my, um, at home, I probably have, well, I, prob- I do have like 40 store pick four roses. I have seven or eight Oweller Antiques. I just added three more. Nice. So um, I Can't have like, like 10 Oweller Antiques. This is probably one of my favorite things to drink. Like Just in general? I drink, I mean, when I'm drinking and I'm like hanging out with a girl, we're watching TV, I'm drinking, usually I'm drinking Old Weller Antique or I'm drinking Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Yeah. 135.6 is my jam. But nice. like if I'm drinking, like if I'm tasting, Four Roses is definitely my favorite to taste along with everything else that I have. Yeah. But, no, this, I really like this. Though. This is really tasty. This is, uh, um, again, it, one of the things that I, I think I like the most about your all's picks here at, at OBC, and I said this with the with the Blantons, it just takes the the basic flavor profile and yeah. it just kicks it up a notch. For sure, because this um, isn't boring like brown sugar. The cinnamon yeah. on this is intense. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Definitely, but it it's not like it's not like you you took a bunch of it and just kind of shook it on my tongue yeah you know what i mean no, exactly like it, it mean. it's actually like it's it's in something else to, that complements the rest of the flavors no absolutely um so the I, alcohol and the cinnamon and the brown they all go together well yeah i mean it, if you would have if i were to knows this i would have told you that it was 105 to 110 drinking it i yeah i'd say it's 100 like i mean or under 100 like i would it doesn't definitely drink go under like 100 a, yeah it doesn't drink like 107 which is nice and i don't know the age on this i want to say this is um Right above eight or at eight. Oh wow! Yeah, so we got lucky on our last two picks. They've both been eight years old. Um, I want to say, don't hold me to that. I don't swear to that, but I, I want to say it's about eight yeah. years old. So how many picks have you been on? Well, I, that that might be a, a pretty broad question, but how many picks? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, so <laughs> like, if we've done a, so to make it easy, we've done a hundred and seven, I think, as of today. Uh, single barrel selections of various whiskeys. Man. Yeah, and I think. 53 alone are just from Woodford. So we actually have wow. the largest account um, in the country for Brown Foreman. Um, and y'all just hit your, your 50th pick from, yeah, from just, Woodford last month, yep. right? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. we have this uh, really cool bottle. They actually, <laughs> the, um, the lady who's in charge of the barrel program for, uh, old, for Brown Foreman, she actually made all the bottles and hand etched them in her garage, which she's very That's proud of. That's insane. Yeah. She's awesome. Um, wow. And she's super cool, too, because she always brings really cool swag whenever she comes by. Because um, we do a lot of the Woodford picks here now because we do them so often. Um, so she'll bring by the samples of Woodford and give us, like, I mean, Yeti-like cups with, like, oh, man. Old Forster on them. And, like, I'm like, dang, you just gave us, like, $100 wow. worth of stuff for nothing. So, yeah, they're really nice. Um, but, no, yeah, we do um, – we've done 53, I think, Woodfords alone now. Um, about to do 54. And then on the other one, so that other 45 or whatever it would be, I've probably done 20, I think is a fair fair number. Sure. Um, and then the ones that I'm most upset about not going on, <laughs> that's the long list, is Smooth Ambler. <laughs> we did a Smooth Ambler pick, went to West Virginia. Those guys quite literally just let you go around and drill in barrels. Like, wow. They don't, it's not like other ones where they roll barrels that's, out for that's you. That's the dream, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they just let you do your thing. Our <laughs> cow pick is sick. Our Smooth Ambler pick is really good um that one i need to go i didn't get to go on this one i had to i was really mad i had he's pointing to the plans. weller yeah the weller antique um and there's another <laughs> for one those who really can't see yeah those of you can't see <laughs> my voice um i've been on every single four roses pick which i'm pretty proud to say um pretty awesome and then the first maker's private selection we went on i did not do that one and i got to the second one though so yeah 
which Make- obviously the second one's better. But. Makers is another one that's kind of been hit or miss with their with their picks. Yeah, but I will say this. I thought it was like going into it, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna do a Makers pick," and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be so shitty." Yeah, I mean, their goal is to like, "Hey, let's make the same thing we've been making for a hundred years," which is great. Like, whatever. I'm not not mad about that. Look at this guy. Um, but uh. <laughs> Going into it, gonna be locked? it's going to be locked. Oh, that's and it's a shame. not even four o'clock yet. That's oh. awesome. Damn. Where? But uh, we'll cut all that out. I can't remember <laughs> Casey. That's his name, Casey. Um, he's in the bourbon groups and stuff. Um, oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. He oh, well, loves, hey Casey. He's obsessed with Colonel. He's oh, like the he? one that always. If there's a post about four grain, <laughs> it is him talking about four grain. Yeah, he loves four grain. Um, was just named the the whiskey of the oh, year. Oh my gosh! Can we please talk about that? Yeah, sure. Let's talk about that for a second, yeah. actually, yeah, sure. because. Um, that, you know, we talk, we've been talking throughout just about um, picks, and a lot of what goes into picks is palettes mm-hmm. and, and how different people's palettes can Absolutely. be. So I, I cannot remember for the life of me the name of the guy who named this oh, uh, whiskey oh of the gosh. year. I should be shot for not being able to say this on top of my head. It's, uh, <laughs> thank God it said Colonel what it was. Hold on while we, while we look this research, up. Research, research. Yeah. Uh, Jim... Whiskey Bible. And I'm going to finish sipping on this uh, Old Weller antique pick. Jim which is Murray. That's who it is. Jim Murray. Murray. Okay. So, so Jim Murray said that the, the whiskey of the year was the Colonel E.H. Taylor four grain. Yep. And he I was it, not high when he said that. <laughs> but that kind of threw people into a frenzy because I haven't seen a whole lot of uh, positive reviews about... Um, or it, it it it's been mixed to negative. I think is been the best That's way to extremely to accurate, put it. Yeah. I think a lot of people like hated on it when it first came out too, because I think straight up, like if we're all just being real, if you compare four grain to cured oak, like it's not even close. Sure, everyone likes cured oak more. So for them to vote, I don't even think cured oak was even on the ballot. Um, basically, um, for them to vote that over. It's just kind of this is hilarious right now. This is pretty. Yeah, this, for those oh, of you this can't is the everyday appearance. Yeah, for those of you who can't see, um, people are trying to get into uh, OBC, and it's not quite four o'clock yet. They open at yeah. four daily. And we're closed for and a private event today, which is even worse. Oh, yeah. Are you gonna have to go out real quick and tell I mean, these people I, to leave? I, yeah, I think I'm going to at some point. <laughs> I'm gonna have to tell them like, I'm sorry, we suck. It's just not gonna. It's just not. Yeah, gonna we're happen. having a private event tonight, raising money for Jesus. No, oh, well, that, yeah. there's nothing wrong with yeah, that. All right. Hey, there Jesus drank. Jesus drank. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, his, his stuff's cool, though. I, I like, uh, if, if any of you have ever read the Whiskey Bible, if any of you that are just now getting into bourbon or whiskey and you want to see how, like, how deep the rabbit hole goes, goes highly recommend the Whiskey Bible. Um, it's something that, I mean, the descriptors on there, I mean, nuts. I mean, rubber pellets <laughs> that have been sweated on by doves. Like, I mean, crazy <laughs> stuff. So, like... His descriptors are kind of <laughs> off and weird. Like, they're weird, dude. They're super weird. But, like, he, oh, man. I will say this. I've never disagreed with him on things that he ranks as. So, like, his 2017 rankings, um, so for last year, was, like, Booker's Rye won it. Um, and then WLW was right behind it. Um, he puts W. B-tac. To, yeah, yeah, BTAC, yeah. William Lee Weller. He puts it on there every single year, mostly. There is a BTAC that goes on there every year. And then... The, that well, that's another conversation. Oh yeah, it's another <laughs> conversation for another time. But like a lot of the other Scott, like a lot of the other whiskeys, I don't really know that much about, and I'm not like I'm not saying I'm like the 
foremost whiskey expert in the world, but I, I, I drink a lot of whiskey. Um, and then yeah. some of these, like, I don't know an Indian whiskey. I don't drink Indian whiskey. So, like, he'll put some stuff like that on there or other Japanese whiskeys that maybe I don't know about. Um, I love, and then last year also, the rye of the year was, that's what didn't make sense to me. Um, Tea Handy kind of won the rye of the year, I think. Um, it didn't get great reviews last year, though, didn't yeah, it? No. No, that's what... That's but he, he does weird stuff. Like, he like this says that he chose the Tea Handy, the 2015 release, even though this is the 2017 Whiskey Bible Award thing. I don't know. Either way, though, he he's never wrong. I never say he's absolutely wrong. <laughs> like, the, the whole, like, Crown Royal Northern Harvest pissed so many people off. Like, I mean, how did a $25 bottle of whiskey beat out all these other crazy things? The thing is... Crown Royal Northern Harvest isn't like completely trash. I mean, twenty five bucks, it's okay, it's sure. good. Yeah. Um, does it deserve one whiskey of the year? Maybe not. Probably not. No. I think the same thing with Four Grain. Like, I don't think Four Grain was as bad as everyone was heading it out to be. I think that Cured Oak was better by a lot, and so people were pissed off. They're like, "Hey, like, we wanted Cured Oak good." Um, yeah. I was excited about the Four Grain. I thought it was going to be money. Yo, yeah, I think I think everybody yeah. was. I mean, because it just kind of fell flat. Yeah, I didn't think it was that great. But um, like Casey, who's waiting outside to come into OBC, he loves four grain. <laughs> he actually defended it publicly. He's like, I told y'all this is going to go up to seven. Yeah. I mean, and <laughs> like, it's funny because, I mean, it's totally going to go up in, in price and go crazy. Oh, it definitely will. Just as anything does as soon as it reaches some kind of accolade. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember what. Let me see if I can look it up. Like, he had some other funny ones on there. But that was hilarious that I thought, oh, here it is. Four grain. It was something else that was really funny on there. There it is, beautiful four grain. It's a, I mean, all of the packaging on uh, on EH Taylor oh, is clean, gorgeous. But actually, I would say if I had to argue, I'd say they have the best bottle shape in the business, as far as what I like. You know, that's like when I walk into a store, like that's like what I want to see. Yeah, like yeah. it's just a beautiful, elegant bottle shape. It's a tall bottle. Looks like you're getting more. It doesn't look like a 750. Like it yeah. looks like a liter. No, part of the reason that this show was launched, as you all know, um, was because I, I started a, a bourbon apparel shop on Threadless, um, and you know, being a graphic designer, I'm always looking at like packaging of different items on on the market, and you know, especially it, bourbons, since it I, all I enjoy it. People try to say like, oh. Well, Oh the no! Name it matters. doesn't matter. This everything matters. Nothing yeah. matters, and everything matters. Yeah. Like, um, so I'll I'll pose the question to you: um, Has there been a, a bourbon that you've looked at and gone, "Well, I'm not going to buy that," um, based solely on on appearance? I am like the worst person in the world to ask that question to, <laughs> because I am all about like. I mean, you can ask anybody that works here. Like, if you ask me like any type of bourbon, I am not the bourbon history guy. Like, I don't know. Right. Like as far as, but if you ask me about any single whiskey ever that I've ever tasted, I'm gonna tell you what it tastes. Like. I remember what it tastes like. You know what I mean? Like so, like as far as what's in the bottle, I care ten times more about that. But yeah. as far as like taking random chances on bottles and just being like, hey, I wonder if I'll. Um, I think the last one I absolutely said no to. That some of these new ones, like I can't even remember what's the one. It's it's aged in like Pinot Noir barrels. It's a new whiskey. It's like Slaughterhouse or. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about, like yeah, that. Like that didn't like really appeal to me. Um, I'm a very classy dude. Like I like the. I'm not a classy dude, but <laughs> I like the classic. High class. Yeah, high yeah. class. Okay. <laughs> I like the classic. Like I like the Ladies. pappy bottle shape. I like the. I like the, the the B tack shape. I like yeah. the kernel. T- I like that tall. Like 
you know, prohibition style looking bottle. Like, um, I really, really like the Henry McKenna shape of a bottle and oh, like the yeah. tax stamp and all that stuff. Yeah. But, oh, hey, Justin, do you want to tell these people that we're privately closed and blah, blah, blah? Or are you waiting for Casey? Um, I like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, I get to bounce people. Yeah, all right. But I like, uh, I like all those things. But I think the f- last one I said no to was probably like, some guy came in here a long time ago and told me about Jack Rested Rye. And I still haven't taken it seriously because I just can't. Because <laughs> the Jack and the bottle, like, their bottle style is so ugly to me. I'm not a fan like, of it either. Yeah, yeah. like, the scrolls and stuff. So, I don't know. I hate it. Like, I don't know. I just hate it. But, like, Basil Hayden, that bottle looks like a $300 bottle. Love that those bottle. people. Yeah. Love that like, bottle. my mom bought me one for Christmas. And she's like, I didn't know if you had this. I just... Wanted to get you. It looked really nice. So, and I was like, thanks, mom. Oh, mom. She did get me a Blanton straight from the barrel, though, when she came Oh, did she really? She lives in St. Thomas. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. it's super clutch. That shit is. I've never. I that. I mean, dude, you got to come taste it sometime. I mean, it's like. It's cool. It's like yeah. if somebody got dark chocolate and crushed it up oh in a bourbon gosh. bottle. Like, it literally feels like there's dark chocolate in your mouth. Like, it's crazy. I might have your, your mom bring me a, a bottle of mm. that next time she comes up then. She totally will. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm getting on this, too. A lot of dark chocolate. Yeah. Um, So we're going to move on to the third. uh, Third. Third before we actually do our review. Um, A lot of work on that cork. Yeah, man. I I like, I've had, like I said, I drink a lot of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Yeah. So with drinking Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, you end up, uh, those, if anyone knows, if anyone drinks a lot of those, you'll know that, like, those, the, the cork in those suckers, man. Like, it loves, the glue yeah. loves to come undone. Yeah, it really does. And I, I just think it's because it's 138 proof, and it just, like, eats, eats it away. away. Yeah. yeah, but either way, so, like, I open every bottle the same now because of that. We just killed a bottle of a... Oh, no, it's all good. You sure? Yeah, I still have okay. some... Uh, I still have to all work right. tonight at some point. Yeah. Um, which, this is work, so... Oh, yeah, this is in, in a way. Sure. It's all work if you love it. Agreed. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true by, by any means. But this one... This is an OBSV, um, and we were just you know talking about how much we love freaking four roses. Um, Smell nine years, three months, beach. right? Reminds <laughs> me of happiness. That's what yeah. reminds me. Yeah. Oh man. This is super oaked out. I actually did a blind. We did blinds. Uh, we do a lot of blinds here at OBC Kitchen. Um, I did a blind. Me and uh, Justin did blinds probably thirty days in a row, thirty ships in a row, so let's say, and wow. I got. Almost all of them right. I think I missed on five of them and messed up something. One of them that I messed up was this Four Roses OBSV and Booker's, actually. Huh, so wow. this reminds me a lot of Booker's. Um, it's like the rye just is really weird on this one. I really enjoy it, though. Booker's is another one that changes so often that it's hard to um, really pin down one, one <sighs> release or another. Um, I'm a, a huge, huge fan of the, uh, the Rockin' Chair. Oh uh, yeah. What, what, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember the actual the actual name of it. What's the rocking chair one called, Justin? Do you know? It's no. like Grandma's Rocker. Or yeah, something. it's like off your rocker. Or, yeah, that's. Yeah, I, I, think I think that's. I think rocker. that's what it is. Yeah. Um, Justin is therefore. Batch is dope. John, uh, Jonathan is uh, this episode's producer. Then. Yes. As he's answering <laughs> questions. Um, yes. Answer all the questions. Justin. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to take a quick little sip of this because I'm I'm Absolutely. really interested to find out what. Love that. Yeah, it is. It is pretty oak heavy, but yeah. Oh, it really opens up towards the end of the 
the end of the palate. And there's so much. Well, one, I had a baby sip in mine, but like the cool thing, I was on this finish. Like you get those beautiful like rye spices and that citrus flavor that you really like Definitely. out of a rye whiskey. But like, I mean, it's all straight honey. Like it's straight honey yeah. in the beginning. Um, which OBSVs are pretty straightforward. That's like, I mean, if I'm recommending Four Roses single barrel straight bourbon to someone, OBS, well, like, they're all different, I guess, but the V recipe is just so, um, it's just so straight up. Um, I really enjoy it. If you want to get funky, I usually tell people to mess with the F or the Q, but if you just straight up, with, like, OBSO is my personal favorite yes. recipe. It always will be. Yeah. Um, because that's just like hard hitting, high rye, let's go. Um, OBSV being my second favorite for the same reason. But the Q's and V's, you get all that honey flavor on it. But this actually had a lot of, like, brown sugar and honey. Yeah, for sure. Get. And for anybody who has any questions on um, what the different letters mean in, in the Four Roses single barrel single barrel releases, excuse me, um, Beauty. at, at the, the bottom of this, I'm going to share a link um, to a, a cheat sheet for... Um, Breaking down for sure. What, what all the, all that Extremely means, important if you want to be a real Four Roses geek. Yeah, <laughs> there's actually a story. Uh, I, I've spoken a lot about Brett. He told me this story mm-hmm. about this cat, um, about this bourbon group that I'm not supposed to name. I don't know if I'm not supposed to name it or not. I'm not going to name it. It's not. Um, the, you're not talking about the Lexington Bourbon Society. No, oh, no you're talking, no, about, I'm an talking online, about online group. I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, Justin. I, I, Justin I'm not going to say. I, I called you Jonathan <laughs> earlier. I'm sorry, Justin. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> I can't. I can't talk about it. The mafia, is that that secret? The bourbon mafia. Yeah, is that like for real? Oh, okay, I can say it. So bourbon mafia, <laughs> um, this cat that's like in the bourbon mafia apparently, and he like sat down and did a blind, a double, well not a double blind, I guess it was a blind of all recipes, ten recipes. Wow. This is when Jim Rutledge was boss. So, wow. <laughs> and he got nine out of, or I guess eight out of ten, switched up two of them, and they're like, sorry, you missed two, you know. And he's like, bullshit, I'm right. <laughs> and he's like, tell your boys to check their shit, I'm right. Yeah. And they're like, no, seriously, like, you're wrong, bro. Like, you're wrong, you're just wrong. He's wow. like, bullshit, I'm right. They double-checked, and they actually mislabeled two of them, and he was right. So he got 10 for 10, oh my gosh. picked them blind, and told, the, told them that they were wrong. Like, so I, I, I don't think I could ever do that, and I like pride myself on blind tastings. And not because sure. I think I'm always right, because I think it's a good exercise to see what you actually like. I completely um, agree. Yeah, I completely agree no, with you. I mean, we were. I did a. We did a barrel pick. We did it with uh, Brent Elliott, and we were talking about it. And he's like, "There's no way anybody." He's like, "I couldn't Jeez. pick out the ten recipes." And I was like, "Well, you just said that. Like, then I'm not gonna be." Able yeah, to there's do. no way I can. So. Yeah, sure. And then he said, "I had an awesome palate." <laughs> it's the greatest moment. And of he my looked you in the life. eyes and he said, "Yeah, he's like, he I said, Iverson, you have an awesome palate. It's time, it's time for you to quit OBC and, yeah. and come work for Four Roses." Oh my gosh, I was, I was about that at one point. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna be his person. He was going to New York for they just won with the 2016 Small Batch LE. They had won an award, uh, got second place or won an award for whiskey of something. I don't know what it was, but uh, and he was going to New York, and it was right after those bad. There was a really bad thunderstorm that year, like really bad, like. They actually ran out of power and they messed up their distillation. But he was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Yeah." So can I like go with you? You need a bodyguard, a bartender? Like, what? You need anything? And he's like, "No, nah, I think I'm good." I tried. I tried so hard. Have you Have you had the uh, 2017 LE release yet? Yes. Which had the Al Young and I have I had the small batch yet? I've had the small batch as well. Yes. What'd you think? Um, dude, I like him super. Like, funny thing, 
I hate all small batch LEs. Every single one. Wow. When I first opened them. All of them. Um, the 2017, I thought was good. I don't think it's as good as the 2016. Um, okay. I like it more than I like the Al Young, which I know there's, I just grew like 10,000 haters right you're gonna, there. Yeah, you're going to catch um, a lot of flack for that, yeah, but that's right. okay. Al Young is good. I think it's, I think it's, yeah, Al's my <laughs> dude. Um, but he's actually coming here tonight, I think. Uh, no yeah, way. I think he's coming here tonight. For the private event, they're doing a Four Roses tasting, and he's coming here tonight. No I actually kidding. saw him after the bourbon chase, so Al's a, di- Al's a man. Um, it's a shame that I can't stick around for that. Yeah, dude. I mean, he's he's a he's a funny dude. He has he has hilarious stories. Um, but no, um, this 2017, if I'm remembering correctly, and I actually have it at home, and I think I've only drank it twice. I have a lot of Four Roses at home, um, so it's hard to like just go back to one. But sure. I remember it being like on the sweeter side, which I didn't love. Um, the oak was nice. The finish was very long, if I remember correctly. Agreed. Um, it just didn't have enough. That's what it was. I didn't like the fact that it didn't have enough spice backbone for me. I wanted it to okay. be a little stronger. It felt like a light whiskey. So it felt a little thin. Um, I wanted a little bit more pepper. I wanted a little bit more rye. I wanted a little bit more proof. If I remember correctly, I want to say it's in the range of 100 to 107 I or something I think it's like 108. That. Okay. So right I, I, there. Yeah, I, I, I'm um, pretty sure it's 108. Which and I know that I'm a, that. It's like not like it's... There are people at home screaming at us, going, you know, oh, yeah. if it's not 108, they're, exactly. they're you know. It's 108.3. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I just, a lot of times I think those small batches lend themselves better to, like, that 111, 114 area. But, sure. I mean, that's my personal palate. As far as me paying, I don't even know how much I paid for it. 100%. I'm all down. It's yeah. a good, they don't make bad. Those small batches, it's almost impossible to screw those up. Yeah. I mean, you're taking that high quality of juice and you're blending it together, like. They're pretty much always killer. Definitely. Um, but the Al Young, man, I don't know. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get into it. That's I okay. Like, I, I like the Al Young. I really do like the Al Young. I still think the 2016 Small Batch LE is better. I think the 2015 Small Batch LE from Jim Rutledge is killer. That's one of my favorites of all time. Um, but we'll do a whole nother episode just on like most disappointing. Oh my gosh, whiskeys. that would be so clutch. You could I, do one just on Four Roses, just like you know, you could do Four Roses from. All the 20, you know, go from the mariage up and just taste yeah. all of them. Yeah. That'd be cool. Well, maybe that's what we'll do in the future. We'll have you back for a, uh, a, dis- a, I would, a disappointment episode. Yes. <laughs> I'd be good on the disappointment episode. I don't know. There's a couple in there. Yeah. So I think what we're going to do next, uh, we've wrapped it's up time. just about as, as much as we can. We're going to move on to the surprise review. Um, I, I, I'm going to be real honest. I didn't wake up this morning thinking that I was going to get to try this. Yeah. Um, I just, he was just like, but, I was just like, yeah, do you want to try anything in particular? He's like, oh, well, you got this stuff out here. And I was like, well, you could pick anything on the bar, really. I don't think anyone's <laughs> going to care. And, and you know, there are going to be those of you who go, well, why didn't, why didn't he try Pappy? Why didn't he try it? It's true. But you know what? I mean, we, do have a, we do have an old Rip 25 that he could have said yes to. I'm just joking. I wouldn't have done that. Oh, but. my gosh. <laughs> That's not, I, I would have absolutely vomited. The um, only thing that you could have probably asked for that it would be better than this, just because of timing's sake, would probably be we have a 24 year old Willet, um, that's really cool, and I have I haven't tried that yet. That's the only bottle on the back bar other than the Old Rip 25 that I have not tried yet. I'm pissed about it. Um, but that's really it. Or any of the maybe pappies. We could, maybe we'll, like off air we could uh, we could yes. sample something else. Yes. So I'm down with that. Um, but anyway, the for for the the purpose of this episode, um, in its entirety or in, in its you know 
confined nature, we are going to be uh, trying, and this is a, a an official uncorking too. Justin, uh, you want to sit down? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna bring somebody else on. Uh, the official. Uh, producer of the episode, Justin. Yes. Um, we're going to be trying out uh, BTAC 2017, George T. Stagg. Uh, we got here going on the proof. 129.2, yeah. throwing it back. I feel like that was 2016? No, 2016 was 144. No, 2015, sorry. Uh, I feel like one of them was a .2 or point. No, it was like point one. Never mind. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. I knew before that even hit that that was going to be satisfying. Right. Very... So we'll stag. Justin, welcome to the show, by Thank the way. Thank you much. Yeah. <laughs> this one's uncut on filter right. too, right? Yes. Yeah. Uncut on filter. I don't know. How old is this supposed to be? You probably know. Uh, it's not 18 years, is it? No. It's, I, I, think I think it's, it's younger than that. Yeah. I think it's like is 12 and, or 13. I don't know where I got the 18 from then. So. I know that these are... I will say this. As far as like secondary prices go on whiskey, which I don't know if how much you cover that in on your podcast but um <laughs> we we uh, have talked a little bit about it before but we're gonna have a whole episode in the future about yeah. um just just secondary pricing because that's that's a that's an entire hour's oh, worth conversation dude. in and of itself that might be three episodes yeah really um as far as that goes i mean this is probably along with the kentucky owl um rye these are going to be like some of the cheapest you can get for the quality, supposed quality. I haven't even tasted the stag yet. So, yeah. I mean, a st- as good a stag has usually been and supposed to be, getting it for, what is it, 375 right now? 375 I mean, that's pretty much a steal. To be able yeah. to just get it whenever you want and you can have it at your wedding and drink the whole bottle and not feel bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I know some of y'all are like, what? I pay $30 for my makers. and Yeah, yeah exactly. So, okay. in, uh, you know. 15, three months. 15, three months? That's the, that's the youngest it's been. Oh, okay. Cool. Gotcha. So in uh, in celebration of trying this for the first time. Oh, cheers. Cheers, yeah, bud. To 15, three-month yeah. uh, stag. Well, I can say one thing. Out of everything we've just tasted, this by far has the most oak. Yes. By far is the most tannic in a good way. Most acid. Um, I wouldn't even say it's sweet at all, even. Like, not, not sweet. Not particularly, no. But, but, I mean, the oak, I'm like, I'm a complete whore for, uh, like, wretch, rich. Period. Like, wet, yeah, period. <laughs> complete whore. Uh, for, like, rich, wet wood, like, like chewing on, like, okay. <laughs> As Justin slowly walks away and laughs. Um, I just love, I didn't say wet wood. And this is my bourbon podcast. Okay. Good night, everybody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what, what? No, like, if you got a barrel, fresh whiskey, dumped it, sawed out a piece of wood, and just gnawed on it, that is my favorite whiskey. Because wow. that's cast strength, like, just full of young oak. I don't like the dried out oak, the yeah. Happy 23. I don't, it's not my favorite. Yeah. This, though, I mean, this is really good. This is really, really good. The finish Especially is, for under 400 bucks. The like, finish is really long. Mm-hmm. Um there's a, yeah, I think the oak is uh, a little bit not not overpowering, but I think that's the it's dominant a, the yes, dominant I mean, note in it. It's to the point. This is, and we just opened it, so I'm sure as it sits open for a little bit longer, some of this oak will lighten up. Maybe um, zero alcohol. I will say. I, I would no say alcohol. the exact same thing. Um, and, and at a 129.2 yeah. proof, if you drink high that's proof, that's insane. Out, yeah, if you, I mean, compared to everything else we've drank, and we've been up to 120. Um, yeah. I would say that this sits right there at 120. Like, I mean, this isn't a big deal. I think I wouldn't mind serving this to a guest. 
No. That I mean, this wouldn't be the first thing I pour them, but if they were getting a flight, I could definitely put this on the third rung, yeah, and they'd be fine with it. There's um, some like burnt caramel in there yeah. too, oh. tons of it, and that's the sweetness I get is burnt caramel. Yeah. That like burnt brown sugar flavor, that's gonna be the sweetness. Uh, you get a little bit of cinnamon on the finish, but it's taken me a couple of sips to really hit that um, that caramel though to really oh, pin that sure. down. So I, I think what we need to do next is uh, add a couple drops of water in just to. Uh, Liven it up a little bit. See what we see what we get. Absolutely. I'm gonna go six drops. Wow. Of I'm gonna go three. Three is my magic number for. Uh, three is the magic number. Yeah. Let's see how it changes the nose. So water is beautiful with whiskey, and for those of you that aren't water now, people in the whiskey, it's just. I mean, all you're basically doing is you're putting a heavier thing on top of your spirit, so it just pushes up all those lighter flavors that you can't really get into, yeah. at the, especially at that higher alcohol level, too. Well, now I'm getting some of the alcohol on, yes. the, on the nose. I'm the gonna, nose I'm, is almost now gone, actually, at this yeah, point, because yeah. it's just straight alcohol, and, and that's am, what happens. And I am getting a little bit of the, the caramel, too, on that. Agreed. Brown sugar. And yeah, like you're, you're getting that heavy water. It's pushing up all that alcohol perfumes, essentially just pure grain shooting in your nose. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see how this changes taste but Yeah, wise, you're right. Definitely a lot more caramel and brown sugar. <laughs> and I would have never said this before this. So one, one of my favorite descriptors that doesn't make sense is rose. And that's what I get on this. With yeah. the water, it's a beautiful floral flavor that you definitely. don't typically get from bourbon. You get from rye whiskey. Yeah. And it's almost like a rose flavor, like that light cherry flavor that wasn't there before. Um, I think I like it, I don't know, experientially, as far as like how I felt full body, I like it no water. Um, and I also on the, on the palate, I like it with the water. I mean, yeah. that floral note, it makes it way more complex, finishes just as long. Yeah, um, definitely. Not as heavy though, which I like that, but. No, I, I think it, cool. I think it opens up quite a bit with the, the water. Absolutely. Um, it, it completely changes it and uh if you've listened to prior episodes of the show you know that we opened up the wl weller well william larue weller mm-hmm. btac 2017 that release magic. and uh at, i would i would not i wouldn't say no to this but oh, i would no. say yes to the the william larue weller um before i said yes to this Agreed. so i'm there- i'm there's a $250 difference between those two whiskeys, too. There are, At yeah. the end of the day. So I'm, th- but still. <laughs> I'm throwing this at you kind of uh, um, w- without you, you know, having any preparation. But uh, recently we developed kind of a rating system uh, cool. for our review. Um, and so we have three categories. Each of them are out of five. Um, and we go nose, palate, price. So awesome. even though we've um, done with and without water, mm-hmm. we kind of have tried to go, you know, like an aggregate between the two. Okay. Um, so we'll, we'll tally everything up at the end and, you know, get your out of 15 score, which All is right. a little bit odd, but, you know, it, it, no, works. it works. It works. Yeah, yeah it exactly. Works. So um, it works. So for what what would you say nose palette price on? On the stag? Um, yeah. On the daddy stag. Nose palate price. Daddy stag. Um, nose, because it's a bourbon, it's already at disadvantage. No. Um, yeah, I'm a rye guy. <laughs> on the on the yeah. bourbon podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag rye life. Yeah. So, no. Uh, no. So, 
for the nose, I would say for me, I would give it a. Can I, I'm gonna go halves, or I'm just going whole numbers. You can go halves. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm going in between a three and a half and a four, um, and I am comparing it to rye whiskey as well. So I'm putting it all in there. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, and then if I were to say out of everything we've just tried on nose wise, I would like the nose of the OWA pick more than the stag. I think that's just fair. Me being honest, yeah. um, as far as the palate goes, taste um, with and without water. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna give you two numbers again without okay. the WLW. Like if I so let's say I never tried WLW, I would go for the palate. I'd give you a four and a half probably on yeah. both. Um, but comparing it against the WLW, I'll give it a solid four. Okay. Um, I think it's amazing. I just that I tried the WLW and I was like, oh, this is the best that BTEC has to offer this year. I mean, because yeah. that is just a phenomenally balanced, um, really good bourbon. I don't even like weeders. Like, it's kind of annoying. <laughs> um, don't love weeders, I should say. And then as far as price goes, based on, like, retail price, 85 bucks or 115 or whatever it is? Yeah, 115 Oh, think. hell yeah. Uh, yeah. A 10, <laughs> 10 on price. As far as, <laughs> as, as high-quality whiskey, this is a 15-year-old three-month, I think is what we said. Yeah. Um, there at, the, at the oldest. Yeah. I think. So, yeah. so 15 years old, I mean... Dude, there isn't 15-year-old whiskey for... I mean, that doesn't exist for under 100 bucks. Like, no. Just... and I, I mean, I know not everyone's in that price point, and that's fine. Like, there's other things, but at 100 bucks, like, yeah, you're stealing. This Justin is with water. The, this is with water. Yeah. So it opens up. Like, you're stealing at 115 bucks for this thing. 85 bucks, 200 bucks, you're still stealing. And I think the secondary price of 375 is not only fair, um, I'm probably going to go buy a bottle now. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, seriously... And the WLW at six six fifty, like that's expensive. I don't have seven hundred dollars to spend on whiskey. If I did, I would buy WLW, but I feel a lot safer. I'd rather buy a stag and a handy for that money than just buy the. You prefer a handy? I love a handy. A good <laughs> handy goes a long I mean, way. He's got a lot of big dry wood. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, a lot of big dry wood. Probably Justin says it's a lot of big dry. Yeah, no, that's what we were, we're saying, saying like, too. A lot of yeah. yeah, we were saying like the caramel, like you didn't get it at all at first, and then no. with the water, yeah, no. for sure. I, I walked all the way down to drink, still couldn't feel my tongue. He said he walked, he walks, he walked about uh, 100 yards outside <laughs> and came back. So 200 yards of walking, about five minutes. He said he still couldn't feel his tongue on his way back. So good. That's uh, good. The, the daddy stag experience. So, so recap, you had. I have no idea. We've been drinking whiskey. Okay, no. so you had like a three and a half on the. I'm gonna round down just for the sake of. Okay, making you know, life easy. Yeah. yeah. So you had three and a half on the, the um, on the nose. And then four for the palate. So that's seven and a half. And then five. And then five. So that's up to 12 and a half. And you so can do math and I can't. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me on the nose, I think overall I would, I would give it a four. Um, oh, yeah. Just because it's got the, um, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of caramel on the, on the nose and palate for that matter. So yeah. I, I don't. I really liked it, but there was something missing, I think, that would have just pushed it over the edge a little bit. Um, Palette, I, I think I'm going to give it a three and a half. I, I yeah. wasn't, um, not that it, I didn't like it. I really do like it. Um, I just was not as impressed yeah. by it as I think, uh, you know, and, and kind of overall, it did open up quite a bit with the few drops of water that we added. Mm-hmm. But I think that, um, you know, the, the, Basic bourbon drinker is not going to be adding with a, I, with a with a dropper, three drops of water to it. 
I agree with that. And I also, like, you're about to get to your third, which will be price, which is this one I should save to say this. But, like, (laughs) I cannot ignore value ever. That's why I do a lot of blinds. And and I guess I just look at it as as, at 100 bucks, you're getting a killer whiskey, period. Um, But still, I think you're completely right in the sense that there are, just to be frank, there are four roses, OBSO, George C. Stagg. Right next to each other, the OBSO that we our original OBSO uh-huh. and George C. Stag. Which one would I rather drink? OBSO, OBSO. all day long for yeah. all three reasons: better price, better taste, <laughs> and better nose. Blonde. No, I completely I pick that. You I know what I mean? Agree with you. So I guess when I, I I'm not the biggest Daddy Stag fan, but uh, I like Stag. Uh, I'm just yeah. not like rootin' tootin'. But I guess when you compare it to other Stags, I would say overall that this is what I would expect. Yeah, you know, and I've had strength oak cherry. I've had uh, Stag Junior that I think I've liked better than. Oh shit! Yeah, (laughs) calling him out, bro. He said he likes that one thirty better. I mean, I'm I'm sorry. It's just uh, it's just how it goes. I can hear that, but I I think that I don't drink Stag Junior that much. Yeah, the one thirty, the newest esque release, the second to newest release. I've not had it. It's pretty killer. The one thirty and the first release. And and on price, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go with a three and a half again. Just and and it you know killing them. You know it's. Look, I, I really do like this. I'm not trying to to shake it or anything. It's good. It, it's really good bourbon. Yeah. But you're going for the normal I buy this when I go in the store kind of guy. I'm, this yeah. is expensive. I will say that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot put myself in that. My girlfriend talks shit to me every time. Michter's, <laughs> so Michter's single barrel, um, single barrel rye is my jam. 85 bucks. Like. I smoke cigars with it. Yeah. I, I drink it by itself. I get drunk on it. It's my favorite. <laughs> and she's always like talking smack to me. She's like, oh, well, why do you give that out to all your friends? Like, it's nothing. I'm like, 85 bucks is cheap for this. Like, sure. And what I mean by that is, is like, I'm paying $85 for what I would consider a two or $250, $250 whiskey. And I'm getting it for 85. So I don't care if my friends want to drink yeah. and stuff. But at the end of the day, I told you this in the beginning, like, 85 bucks is a lot of damn money. Like, yeah. And 100 bucks is a lot of money. Um, so I guess it just kind of depends on which side of the fence you're looking at. Yeah. So I, I, I'm going to stand firmly at my three and a half just because I, I think that, um, you know, <clears throat> the VTAC is storied. Um, you know, it, it's got a lot of hype over it. I just don't know if um, for the price this really, this really stacks up. But, I, I, it, this, it, you know, I just said it's not bad. Yeah. Um, it just might have been a little bit of a, a letdown, but I, I hope that I get to try this again in the future. Maybe, oh, sure. and, and you know, um, one of the things about uncorkings, like immediate uncorkings, is that you know you're trying something that hasn't been able to breathe. Yeah. For Which, any period those high of time. Alcohol, they need it. They need. They do need a little weeks, bit. Yeah. yeah. To just kill it off some. So hopefully, I'll be able to revisit this in the future. Um, if not. You know, I'm not upset by this at all. Um, And I guess just looking at the overall whiskey landscape, too, it's like there's so many bottles out there right now. They're 7,500 bucks. Um, Right. And one, I will say this that disappoints me as far as like all the old, like, you know, the B tacks, the Pappies. I feel like they're all down in quality. I mean, if I'm just being frank, like they're all down in quality. I think that's fair. Um, And it kind of sucks because. You know, BTAC, we've been paying 85 bucks for this for the past decade. We're paying a little bit more, which I don't think anyone really cares for the extra 20 bucks, 30 bucks. Um, but you're not getting the same product. This stag is yeah. not as good as an 09 stag. It just isn't, you know. And, and that's just the fact of the matter. Yeah. It yeah. sucks. 
to the landscape we live in. So uh, uh, just to quickly recap, um, Iverson rated the George C. Stagg 2017 release at a 12 and a half out of 15, and, and I gave it 11 out of 15, um, which is to say that it's... <laughs> which is to say that it's good, but um, I, I gave the w, WLW higher. Yeah. I would, I mean, I would get my, I don't have kids, so that's why I can say this shit, but <laughs> I would get my kids Christmas presents before I would buy a bottle of Stag. I think it I does would, not I, make I would, me that happy. I would too. There's bottles of a Logic Craig Braille Proof that I'd rather drink over this. There's Four Roses Single Bros that I'd rather drink over this. There is the 2016 Michter's 10 year old ride. I'd rather drink over this. Yeah. I mean, this is the same, well, no, it's not, but. Yeah, there's a couple things I would rather drink over it. But, I mean, if you have a disposable income and you have 350 bucks, By all means. Yeah, it's a good whiskey. Yeah. Worth, 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 the, definitely worth 115 But yeah. it's just one of those things, like, the thing that sucks is, is when you can spend $65 on a Four Roses store pick, like, that is amazing. I'd rather, you know, you can buy, you yeah. know, six of those for the same price. Definitely, so definitely. I would kind of go at that. Well, Iverson, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank we you, sir. really appreciate it. Look forward to having you back in the future. For sure. Um, for the letdowns. Maybe this will be on the letdowns. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guarantee six months from now, this is my statement of the day, my ignorant statement of the day. I think this bottle will be below three. I think it'll be at $300 as far as secondary value goes. I, I think that's, because I think that's of, fair. Because of what I just tasted and also because, even though I know I was high on it, but there's so many of them. I don't know how many bottles I there's over ten thousand bottles of stag. There's over. I think there's over. There's 20, a lot. There's a shit ton. Yeah. yeah. I would. It's not forty thousand. It's over twenty thousand even. Like there's I a think lot so, of them. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's gonna go down in value, just like the Kentucky. Oh, absolutely. Rye. Those Kentucky all rise are money for eleven year old cash strength rye whiskey. But I mean, same thing. Like there's just too many of them. So, yeah. Yeah, it'll definitely go down in price. So I would wait. Cool. So Iverson, if people want to find you on social media, where can they do that? They cannot. Then they can. that's. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> that is, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Um, if you want to find the show, we are at My Bourbon Shop on Instagram and Twitter, I think. If you want to email us, it's thisismybourbonshop at gmail.com. If you want to find my personal stuff, it's pritter1492. Um, Iverson, again, thank you so much for, for being much. on. Come uh, check me out at OBC. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, come, come, come to OBC in Lexington. This is... Uh, a hidden gem, I think, amongst uh, other other restaurants in town. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Or, yeah, come have a drink not at my restaurant. We can just go chill. I'm yeah, down with that, for too. Sure. For sure. Uh, but anyway, thank you all so much for listening. Give us a rate and review on iTunes or Google Play or whatever you're listening to us on. Um, we look forward to hanging out with you next week. And until then, my name is Perry, and this is my Bourbon Podcast. Bye.